Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us on the line is Michael Bagram, a labor lawyer and South African politician. Michael, a very good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on air. Great, great to have you on air, Michael, and for making the time to come in and chat to us about uh, that nasty, nasty habit of smoking, particularly in the workplace, and uh, what indeed do employees and employers need to be mindful of. My first question to you, can employees be fined or fired for smoking in the workplace? How does, how does, how does the situation stand right now in South Africa? Well, you can't be fined. You can't, you can't level a fine... Uh, in many countries, they can. Okay. Um, I see in Japan they're doing it in quite a harsh manner. Right. They can't be fined. Employers aren't policemen, so they can't. They don't have the power to do that. And this is something in a contract where they might say that we could dock something. But okay. I don't. Re- I don't see that. I've been practicing labor law now for thirty-eight years, and I've never seen that. Fired, yes. And uh, fortunately, the our mm. laws and regulations. Uh, prohibiting smoking at the office itself, in the office environment. There are all sorts of health regulations that are governed by the Department of Employment and Labor. And most employers have rules in place. They have smoking rules, uh, anti-smoking rules, obviously, and they have uh, codes of good practice. And in fact, it's not up to the employer to provide a special place where you can go and smoke. And often when you walk past office blocks, okay. uh, walk down the, any road in Sampton, you'll see people outside in the street smoking because they can't do it in their office. If okay. they do it in the office and they get a warning for it, uh, they'll probably land up getting two or three warnings and then probably face discipline hearing and can get fired. Michael, sorry. Okay, so just to just to be absolutely clear, you did you did give outline a scenario now about people going outside the premises and smoking. So what if you were on the premises? Let's say, for example, you it was quite an extensive uh, uh, a piece of land that your property that the workplace is on, and say there was this like uh, corner, you call it discreet for want of a better description, where one could you know like go in there and and smoke on the premises. No, you would say that that's close to the road, knowing that it's not within proximity of it's not going to affect people. Can that's can uh, they still face uh, disciplinary action there and uh, well, uh, well, disciplinary measures from the employer? Yes, of course they can, because the employers will probably have rules and regulations in place. And they will say that you can't smoke on the premises or on the maybe the land that's owned. I mean, obviously, if you're running a farming operation. It becomes very difficult to say to the employees, you've got to get off the farm. Right. They can then find a place where it's not going to affect anyone else. And you're not going to get the smoke in someone's eyes or lungs. Um, If you want to destroy your own lungs, that's your own problem. Um, Indeed. From what I understand is that most employers do have smoking policies or they have a, a rule saying that you can't smoke on the premises. So even if you're going to go and find a toilet somewhere, uh, that's not acceptable. Um, you know the common practice on an aeroplane saying if we catch Certainly, you smoking yes. in the blue, you're mm-hmm. in major trouble. And you can argue that it doesn't affect anyone over there, but they, they don't allow it. And quite rightly so, because you then start looking at arguments about interpretation of the rules. Right. You'd rather have a blanket, a blanket ban. Okay, so at least uh, yeah, you've clarified that one uh, pretty pretty straightforward, and that's the way it is, it would seem. So to what extent does this infringe on their, their colleagues from a, a legal point of view? What measures can they pursue in this regard? 
Well, they can't. Their, their colleagues can only lodge a grievance and mm-hmm. could even report the matter to the Department of Employment and Labor. Um, I've been involved in a case recently where, in fact, three members of staff complained about a person smoking dacha um, oh, cannabis. Wow. Um, and that was outside. They went outside, but unfortunately the wind was blowing it through a window at the top. And they then lodged a complaint to the Department of Employment and Labor, who then took action against the employer, not against the employee who was smoking the cannabis, but right. against the employer, who then in turn had to take action against the recalcitrant employee. Right. Um, you know, it's really difficult also. A lot of people, when it's raining, for instance, you go and smoke in the doorway. Yes. The front doorway of right. the building. Right. And then it, it permeates its way into the building. Again, um, there, there are rules and regulations that are coming out all the time. Um, okay. With people saying that you can't do that. You have to be within 10 meters away from the building. Okay. Um, so and right. I, I'm involved. I know that in my my labor law firm yes. uh, at Bagram's Attorneys, we actually say that you can't be within 10 meters of the of the office and um, outside wow. 10 meters away. Okay. Um, and then And then also... Smoking in the street becomes an obstruction sometimes where you've got 10, 15 people all having a cigarette and no one, no one can pass on the pavement. No, indeed. Also a problem. Yes. So you've got, to, you've got to be very careful. Look, smoking is becoming taboo. Um, it's becoming a, sure. um, an, you know, an anti-problem. And right. the anti-smoking brigade are becoming more and more powerful and they've got the backing of the law. Indeed, indeed, Michael. So it would seem, Michael, just to recap on what you just said, you spoke over that Dacha incident with the smoke wafting into the building. So what if somebody is on the street? But I know you did mention the 10 meter proximity, but uh, if somebody's smoking on the streets and suddenly this smoke happens to drift into by chance into the building, will, will there be an issue there, too? It probably won't be. It will probably become a, a social yeah. issue. Where right. Colleagues will say, look, can you? Stand further away. It's, it's uh, fouling up there in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you, you can't be completely technical and scientific about all of this. Right. The whole idea is to keep people healthy. Indeed. And if you want to pollute your lungs, that's your issue, but then you must make sure that you don't do it for others. The, the bigger problem is, and I've been dealing with a trucking company. Right. What about the driver who's on a long-distance trucking trip? Yes. And wants to smoke his cigarette or dacha, with... for that matter, um, in the <laughs> right. cabin yes. while he's driving, and he's got two helpers right. um, that are helping him offload the goods when he reaches his destination. Yes. Again, those trucking companies are now banning smoking in the cabin. Wow. Because they're saying that it affects the colleagues, well, indeed. Uh, which has created a lot of problems because people who need to smoke, um, they, mm-hmm. they are addicted to the smoking, right. they need a, a cigarette every hour. Yes. And do you, as a t- truck driver, do you say, well, I'm pulling over to the side of the road, I'm going to go and smoke on the side of the road, which then mm-hmm. impedes the journey. So there are arguments about that, mm-hmm. and it's very difficult to... Overcome those arguments. Take, take for instance, the a person who's on a ship, um, and it's really foul weather. Right. Do you have to leave your cabin and go stand right. on the deck? Yeah, and, and get washed off. Those arguments for sailors. 
Indeed, Michael. Well, I, I think just to sum it up, uh, employees who do smoke, I think they just have to, you know, like read the script a bit uh, carefully, you know, just uh, analyze it carefully, make sure what their employers dictate. And, uh, yeah, make sure that they under, under, understand everything that's underlined in their contracts and uh, terms of employment and conditions of employment when getting a job and when, when, when starting to work for a, a new workplace. Michael, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, chat with us this afternoon and just clarify a few things. I guess people just have to, to just do their homework, those who smoke, uh, as to what the laws are and the constraints are regarding their smoking habit.